Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. You know me, my name is Gerald Peters, and I'm the host of this podcast and the Science of Getting Rich podcast. And I'm the founding member of the Money Flow Trading Society, which is a badass group of like-minded people who come together for one reason, to get a little bit richer every day. Nothing makes me happier than when I get to sit down and talk with a fellow Money Flow gang member. We have a Discord group, we have a book that we look at, and we have a basic philosophy to trading and the stock market. And But we're a diverse group of people. We do different things. And today's a special treat because I got Elizabeth on. Here's the cool thing. She's also an influencer in a very cool area. Women's self-defense. Pow, pow. Guns. I love guns. If you don't like guns, if that's not your thing, um, I don't know what's wrong with you. But I love guns. Anyway, she's an influencer. And you can check her account out. I'll have the links in the show notes. And uh, what a great story uh, from the journey of getting started with her money to pursue and get her message out with Instagram. Love the talk. Hope you enjoy it too. God bless. Yes, yes, yes. Elizabeth. How you doing? <laughs> doing great. Good to uh, hear your voice. You too. So it worked. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because it starts recording the moment you hit here. Oh, okay. And I and I usually try to warn people of that. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot to tell her. Yeah. Um, but it's it's casual anyway. So Okay. It's all, yeah. It's it's all good. I do an intro before and then I'll do something at the exit, then I'll edit it in and Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah, I have a microphone here. I just had to set it up to my phone. So hopefully that sounds pretty good on your end. No, it sounds great. You can hear me? Yep, I can. It's, yeah, you're getting a microphone, you're starting to influencer it up. Yeah, you know, a couple of people asked me to do a podcast, and I didn't want to be like, just going on my phone audio. So yeah. I thought, well, I got to get legit here. I got to get me a little microphone. So right. Cause I, I really love when I invite people on and then yeah. they're in the car with the window rolled down. And, <laughs> and I'm like, this is what I'm getting, bro. You sure? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try to do a little, just be a little professional. It's not a very fancy microphone, but it's like an intro one. Maybe I'll do the rounds yeah. on podcasts, though, and get a good one. No, that's great. It's a great way to grow your following. That's part of the reason, I mean, most people I have on here is to talk about stocks or real estate, but I'd like to, uh, you know, trying to be an influencer or growing an audience and all that, you know, getting your message out is also something that's real important to me. Yeah. Yeah, I like and, it. It's it's been helpful for me to do them too. And I mean, we can, you know, I'm happy to talk about both. I I, I mm -hmm. have to talk about how I came about the money flow gang and all that too. So whatever you yeah. Whatever so you let's do about. that. Tell them a little about yourself and then how you you know me. Okay. Yeah. So I am Elizabeth, and I live in Seattle. Uh, by day, I'm a copywriter, and by night, I run. Uh, concealed carry for women Instagram page. So in October, very end of October of 2020, um, when the world was kind of coming to an end or we thought it was coming to an end, I decided I had a bunch of extra time and I wanted to learn to trade stocks. Mm. So I started searching on the internet and somehow I manifested 
Gerald <laughs> Peters. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably my fault. <laughs> I was looking for a very specific type of person to um, teach me how to trade stocks. And I wanted uh, them to speak to me in a very specific way. And uh, that was Gerald Peters for me. So mm-hmm. in October, I started following you and listening to everything, going to all the Sunday service Um Fun fact, I don't have a lot of notifications on my phone because as a creative mm-hmm. person, they distract me, but you're right, the right. single person that gets uh, mm. Instagram notified. I get notified every time you post on Instagram and YouTube, and that's like the single social media notification. I don't even have notifications set when people comment on my stuff because it's too much. So, right. it's too much. <laughs> so that wow. was the end of October. And at the beginning of December, I decided uh, I wanted to be in the Money Flow Gang. So I sent you email application and then I hounded you a little bit in January. Because <laughs> I, I didn't respond, right? I was slow. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. I hounded you a little bit in January via email and the beginning of February, I got into the Discord. And so I've been there ever since. Nice. I'm glad that happened that way. I yeah. get so many people, they get butt hurt. Yeah. And they'll be like, and they get mad at me. They'll send me rude comments. And I'm like, bro, that's not helping. Like- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a very um, sensitive person. So I think that's why your message connected right. with me. I like people to just tell it to me uh, mm-hmm. straight. And I was also looking for a working person, um, you know, not somebody that came from money, not somebody mm-hmm. that came from even necessarily a high earning job that had, you know, a lot of money to invest at first. Um, I was looking, you know, for someone who uh, came about it just the way that you did. And so that was like kind of an instant, uh, you know, connection. It was it was like you were a person that I could listen to and that I felt like I could trust right away. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, money flow system just made sense to me. And I like order and I like something to make. I like to follow a plan, you know, so that was like it kind of. let me off the hook a little bit. Right. Cause I didn't have to go right. chasing around for stuff. It was like, Hey, this plan is here and you just follow this plan. And if you follow the plan, you don't have to second guess um, right. what you missed or uh, you know, what's coming down the pipe or anything like that. You just follow this plan and like, you know, kind of move on with your day and, and, and move on with your investing. Mm. It, it does do that. And that's the, I mean, that's the secret power of it. Right. Yep. It's, it's, and it's like, I don't, I don't know where it's going. I don't know if yeah. the market's going up or down. I mean, it could do either, and I wouldn't be surprised. Right. If it breaks out and runs, I'm like, cool, stage two, here we go. And yep. then if it, you know, if it turns, and, and I used to try to be like, every, and I get people still to this day, hey, man, I know you don't know, but uh, if you, which way do you, th-? I was like, no, I, <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I connect with that because the older I get and the more I learn, the more I realize that I don't know shit. So mm-hmm. it's like I, I really don't know anything. You know, the more I learn about something, mm-hmm. the less I feel like I know about it. So for me, it's just, um, you know, I have this system and uh, I, I can follow it. And uh, that's just the rules of the system. And then I can go about my day and just, you know, feel feel confident that I, I stuck to a system and not 
uh, chasing around. I feel like I have the tendency to chase around and try to find the best option for everything. What's the easiest way to do it? What's the fastest way to do it? Um, and you know, this, this just gives me like tunnel vision on, uh, what I'm doing. So I don't have to, you, you know, get kind of emotionally connected to chasing around all these different options. And man, it can, it, the, the, the market will, it'll, it, it may takes you, it can take you in these swings of emotion to yeah. euphoric to like, what am I doing to crying? Like anything in life, <laughs> right. anything, anything important <laughs> worth doing can do that to you, I guess. <laughs> right. Outside of um, passive investing, you know, cause we've always done passive investing, you know, for like in- index funds. And yeah, like IRAs yeah. And, and just nothing that we um, directed ourselves. And, and honestly, my, my first job was in financial services. So I worked mm. in the insurance and financial service industry. But, um, you know, back then in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, trading felt very much for a different class of people, right? And I didn't have a mentor sure. who, who taught me different, but trading was also different back then. It wasn't um, the no fee instant type of trading that we have now. So right. it, it, you know, you, you, think about how things come about the time that they're supposed to come about. Right. So that wasn't mm-hmm. the right time, but it was the right time for us to, uh, and when I say us, I mean, my husband and I to do passive, you know, 401k stuff, IRA stuff. So I knew a little bit to be dangerous in that area, but that was just a game of consistency. And that was something we just never let up on. Um, so grateful for that now, but this is like, you know, uh, investing 2.0 for me. So this is really my, like I came in during the COVID deal, um, and stuff was kind of ripping then. And now this is my first, like, okay, now I, now I've got to learn. I I know the system and I know the rules. Now I've got to learn about the market and the nuances and, you know, things like that. So still very much new, but, you know, kind of getting into that next phase, I guess. Yeah. And as you go forward and you have a few crashes, mm-hmm. you'll get, you'll get better at each one and you'll get yeah. to where it's like, what the problem will be is you're like, damn, I don't have more money. <laughs> like that's usually your problem is like, you want to buy some more Delta. You want to buy, like you're wanting to buy more. You're not that concerned that it went down. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes a minute, dude. It takes <laughs> a minute. And some people never get there. You know, they just can't get past the balance drop or, you know, just the risk associated with whatever activity they're trying to do. I mean, it, yeah, it eats I think I'm the, yeah, I think I'm the opposite. I think I came into it the opposite. I think you and I That's have beautiful. talked about this before where I'm mm-hmm. like very resistant to selling now. Um, so I think just at the time and the age that I came into, um, I'm a buyer and I'm a little stubborn about, um, selling stuff. <laughs> so that's, you know, I'm, I'm working through that too. Cause of course, you know, in, in trades and things like that, that's fine in my buy and hold my IRAs and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty, uh, pretty much the opposite. And I, and that, that may be, you know, I was 40 when I started this versus, you know, 20. That's, and that's such an important point is, Time, and I, I think on, on podcast I refer to a lot as times and seasons. Mm-hmm. And there's been times I went through a four year period. I didn't add anything to the stock market. I would watch the charts every day because I've been doing that for so long. And I might add fifty bucks, a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? But it was just mm-hmm. small. Yeah. But I was I'd be trimming my threes. I'm watching. I might just buy one shit. Like I would go through that game. 
years, like I want to say three years, because I, I got into a bind with real estate. I had eight houses, eight houses come with eight refrigerators, eight mm -hmm. stoves, eight air conditioners on top of your family, you know? Yep. And you, you catch a series of just bad luck. Everything's breaking down, record heat. You got mortgage payments. And so all my money's going into these properties. But I held my stocks. I stayed with the game. I'm doing the money flow. I'm reading. I just stay with it, even though I don't have money necessarily to put in. And this happened during, though, a period where, yeah, we had a couple pullbacks, but mostly generally the, the market doubled, mm, you know? Yeah. And so it's like I went from like 280 to like 480 and I've added no money. Right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, that period of time when my account does that. <laughs> right. And I'm like, when I get there, I'm like, shit, dude, if I would have, you know, and you're looking back and you're like, God, if I would have went so hard on that, or if I would have been in a spot where I could have, you know, yep, it's just a leap. You're, you leap and then you realize, man, the market's always here. If you're 21 right now, you got plenty of time. If you're 40, you have time. There may be other things that you need to be focusing on. And it, it might be, maybe you should get $100,000 into index funds, S&P, and just build that base. Get your debt gone. Get just some money in the market. You know, get a house. Like, just getting a home could eat up a lot of your money. And Yeah, it takes, it, yeah. We built a new home six years ago, and it's, <laughs> it's eating up a lot money. of our Right. Money and time. Yeah. But I guarantee you, when you're my age, you're 52, you're going to be like, dude, building that house is one of the best things we did, even though maybe you went broke doing it for a period and a time, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's almost double now just from six years ago. Um, you know, I live in a, a pretty hot market. I live in a suburb of Seattle and our market mm -hmm. stays hot all the time. You know, it's it's really not one that, that cools down too much when the, the rest of the market cools down. Um, and it's, it's almost doubled in, in six years, uh, based on the comps, right? Like stuff that I live in a neighborhood, so it's very easy to see the, the comps and, you know, what, what type of house is selling and that sort of thing. So, um, even just that period of time. Right. So now you imagine, you know, you're looking at me and I've owned some for 21 years and yeah. that same, that same effect that you've experienced in six, I've been getting that every six. And when I've gone out and bought, you know, and you have, say, 15, 16 houses and that effect is happening. But then to do that same concept, you know, with stocks, you're buying, you're building, you're buying. And when other people are kind of, you know, not really paying attention, all of a sudden you're buying a lot and you're buying and the time goes on and, 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 and you know, so, you know it, it adds up. You have a lot. And it, it comes on fast, too. You just got to get you got to get the base. Like it sounds like you guys for six, seven years, you've really been on that. We did. Base, and one, one thing I'll say about when I, yeah, coming into the market when I did, um, you know, in the last year, I, I put over 100,000 into the market. So mm. we, we had, we were good savers, right? So we had Beautiful. some money um, saved up to do that, that we had been saving for years. I just at the time didn't, you know, I really wasn't realizing that saving didn't make you rich, right? We can't, we both mm. came from families with money struggles and not very good money mentors in, in that area. Um, you know, they all did the best they could with what they had, but they didn't right. know what we know now. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, 
we were, we just hung on to our money so hard, right? Because we, we just didn't want to think of the day when we didn't have it, right? Like that, that emergency happens or, you know, somebody loses a job or something like that. So when we did come into it that way, you know, we had quite a bit of money saved. So I was really able to take some, uh, as you call it, man size positions right mm-hmm. away. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, as far as dividend stocks and, and things like that. And, you know, my husband was on board. Um, he's not too interested in the particulars, but he's very mm-hmm. supportive of making more money, me making more money with our money and that sort of thing. So right. we were kind of on the same page. So that was good. I mean, it, it did, you know, everything happens at the the right time I tend to play that game like the what if game what if I did this what if I had started earlier what if what if mm-hmm. but you know the reality is we came into it when we didn't you know our, our only debt is our house debt and you know we had just paid off student loans and all that kind of stuff so we we had a little bit of um I I could really get some skin in the game which made a difference I think for my mentality on, um, you know, how I perceived everything. It was, it was a huge difference for me. And that is why I tell every person, no matter when they ask me, they were asking me this four years ago. They're asking me this today. Should, instead of paying off my debt, Gerald, should I invest in the market? And I'm like, probably not. You probably should pay off the student loans. Because if you have student loans and you watch your stocks drop 50%, you're all messed up. That's exactly right. Yeah, I could have paid this off. But if instead you just get rid of the debt, now when you go to the market, you're coming at it with a strength you wouldn't have had before and money. You have money (laughs) because you're not paying all those bills and you don't have the, the, yeah, man. And that's been the key for me to do what I've done where, I mean, you know, I was in the army, I'm working as a prison guard. It was an easy job to get it because I was an MP in the army and then I'm mowing yards, trying different things. The wife's working. She's a social worker. And I just, you know, I met a right guy who told me some things, gave me some right books to read. And I, and, and I, you know, I tell my wife, I said, man, if we got rid of your debt, we could live on your income. And she's like, well, why would we do that? And, we, you know, I started mm-hmm. showing her on paper, like, man, and my mind at the time was we could buy 10 houses. And I, I think I got a plan to do that in seven years. We buy 10. And then over the next couple of years, we pay them off and we'd never need to work again. That's how simple I was thinking, which now is to me is silly. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like such a big goal then. <laughs> it seemed like this humongous goal, you know. And uh, I did it. And, and it was working. And then when I got to, I had six or seven, I had no debt. I got money coming in. When the market go down, I'm buying. And I just kept pushing on it, you know. And going further and further down, a lot of the principles that I teach, you know, seeing people who had debt and their reaction to sell-offs, their reaction to recessions, their rea- you know, they couldn't run their business. They were, they were having problems at home. You know, one spouse is on board, one's not. There's just always chaos, you know? Right. And you, you, you got to get, you really want to be as drama free as possible. Yeah. And it's hard because, you know, money is such a trigger for so many people, right? Like I, I grew up in a household where money was just up and down, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. we didn't have much and sometimes we had a lot. My dad was what you would consider a very successful businessman, but he didn't, he wasn't good with money. So, you know, that, that just changed everything for us, right? It just changed my perception um, forever where I was young, you know, and I, I decided that I was never going to struggle with money, but my 
thought process behind doing that was to earn a lot of money and to just save a lot of money, you know? Right. So my husband and I have been together a long time. We, we, I was 18 and he was 19. So we've been together Mm. 23, almost 24 years now. Um, and we, I, you know, miraculously kind of had the same philosophy about money. You know, it doesn't, that doesn't happen too often. We've, we've literally never had an argument about money, but, um, we kind of got a little bit of a late start, right? Cause he was in the Marine Corps too. And he, mm-hmm. he was, um, you know, deployed in combat and all that kind of stuff and went to college and got two degrees. And, you know, we, in our twenties, we felt like we got such a late start. Now we right. know that that was like just the right thing, you know, the right way for us to do it. But we had, you know, he's always been a high earner and, and I have been more so the last six or seven years. So, I, you know, my one, I guess, regret, I would say, is that we didn't start investing earlier. We've, we've kind of enjoyed the comforts of life early, mm-hmm. right, in our 30s and into our 40s and stuff like that. And, and um, you know, things would be a little bit different if we had maybe kept our foot on the gas, We you know, with... Uh, our savings and stuff like that in the thirties. So, you know, doing fine now and everything happens for a reason, but that, that would be one thing that I would go back and change for sure. Here, here's what I find about that though. Cause I get the luxury of every day talking to 19 year olds mm-hmm. and 25 year olds and 32 year olds all the way up to like, you know, I do these one-on-ones people will pay me to sit and talk with them. Right. And the whole thing is, how can I maximize where I'm at with what I can, you know, from my opinion, what, what should they do? That's all they're wanting to know. Mm-hmm. And, and whenever I, I give the 21 year old, the plan that me and you wish we'd have got on, they don't like that. plan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I haven't had one yet go, fuck yeah. You know? yeah. And like leave the call, like pumped up. It's like, that's not the bean they were looking for, you know? Right. Right. It comes, it's got to come at the right time. I guess you have to be mm-hmm. in the right mentality. So, you know, I, I've ha- my husband and I have had this conversation often and he says the same thing as well, you know, like, well, we probably just wouldn't have done it. Right. It's easier after you've been a Marine mm-hmm. and been in combat to go, oh, here's what I would have done. It's right. like, yeah, well, you've been traded for five years. Like, <laughs> right. This right. kid's literally left his mother's house. He hasn't ever done his own laundry. Yep. You know, yep. you, you've been shot at, like you guys are on different levels mentally, you know? Yeah. And I think the emotional part is such a huge part of that. Right. I, I, if I think to myself 10 years ago, uh, to be honest, this, what I'm doing now would have scared me. I mean, it would have scared me. It would have shook me out probably in the first six months. I mean, maybe less than that, if I had even been brave enough to put, um, you know, any, any money. in. I think about now, uh, you know, the, the first time I transferred $25,000 at a time into my, brokerage mm-hmm. like, account felt like you broke the law <laughs> right I thought I would have there's no way I would have been okay like I would have never yeah. clicked um you know transfer on that 10 years ago or whatever but I I did it now you know like last year and it didn't bug me not one single bit that's that's great I remember the first time I had a $35,000 down day and I remember like opening in my account with E-Trade and I had to call him on the phone this is like 1996 and I had to mail in the application and it took two weeks for the money to clear. It was a check and it, and it was like 250 bucks. So it means if I wanted to get more in, I had to mail in a check again. And, yeah, and now so, it's instant. <laughs> it's instant. So I <laughs> mailed in the check and I'm still like talking to you. I'm like, you got a brokerage account? And they're like, no. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, 
It's just a click. Like such an easy task today. It's 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 yeah. It makes me laugh. But like you said, they haven't had life, and there's a lot of. It's hard to yell at someone and say twenty five. Get your shit together because they don't have the experience you have. They don't have the. They haven't seen the troubles and the problems, and the, and so it's hard for their brain to comprehend it. Yeah, and I think some things have to come with age, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You think, you know, I, I feel like I was a mature 20 year old and I was a mature 30 year old. I've, mm-hmm. I've been working, you know, since I was 14 and, you know, always kind of had my stuff together. And at 30, I wouldn't have believed that at 40, I would, my mind would change, you know, mm-hmm. it, but right. at 40, my mind, my mind has changed so much since 30. And I know mm-hmm. that at 50, my mind is going to change right. again. Right. So there's the, the crux of it is there's, there's some things that you can try your best to learn, but you really have to live it out to get there. Like it just, it doesn't come to you. And I've become very aware of that because at 40, I thought I was a real hot shot. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> and I look back now and I'm like, my God, you know, like the dumb things I did, like even outside of work, in work with investors, I did so many dumb things, you know, that I can see now. And and it's like that every decade we can reflect on ourselves. The good thing is it means we can keep improving, right? Right. Yeah. And anything you've messed up, you could stop it tomorrow and start right then. And I get guys all the time. It's like, oh, I'm 34. Do you think it's too late for me? It's like, dude, dude, I bought my first Yeah, I was like, bought my house, first house at 32. So I think you're going to make it, man. Come on. Right. Right. You you have 18 years till you're my age. That's a lot of time (laughs) to be doing some things. But even at 40, you really had your stuff together compared to probably a lot of people. uh, I did. And that's why I felt like a hotshot, dude, because all my friends are like dead broke. And they're like, I'm like, look at at me. I'm so smart. You know, and I caught I caught myself kind of being like that for a minute. And then you. Then you meet people doing really well, or then you meet people doing really bad, or then you have something tragic happen to you, and all that shit gets put in perspective, you know. Hundred percent, yeah, it, yeah. It's life will check ourselves. you real fast. Yeah, life will yeah. check you. It will check you real fast. Is you know the minute you think things are are mm-hmm. going well, but I, you know, I, I, I've always been a person who likes to learn new things. So whether it's a new part of something that I already know or a new way to do something. So I think for me, that was like, well, what, what's the next thing that I can do to improve myself in, mm-hmm. you know, learning about trading and investing and getting a system and stuff like that was, you know, that, that came at the right time for me. So that was, you know, that's been, and now it's turned into a bit of an obsession, right? Like you, like you say with the, with charts and our discord and somebody will post something and then I go down a rabbit hole and then Mm -hmm. I'm like asking questions and and all this kind of stuff. So it's an obsession. Yeah. I'd be in a lawyer's office and they're talking. I'm really supposed to be listening. My wife's with me. I start looking at a chart. My wife's like, what are you doing? Listen to the, and I'm like, oh, oh, sorry. What were you saying? It's yeah. like, it's, yeah, it's an obsession, man. It has been for me for a very long time. And man, people don't have very long to hold my mind. Like if we're at a restaurant or something mm-hmm. like that, you don't get a very long window before I start fading down to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm usually doing is looking at charts or looking at something to do with the market, right? I'm following a story and then I'm clicking over and looking at it. Yeah. And my wife knows and I'm like, yeah, I'll go. And she's like, don't touch your phone. I'll kill you. And, I, but, <laughs> and I'm and I'm usually working or I'll text something in the group or I'll send a tweet or a tweeter, you know, I'll send out something or I'll start po- like, I'll just start working on Instagram. Yeah. I'll start, you know, sending a book or answering a thing. And, and it's just, I'm just, I try to be productive and, 
you know, you said something in the beginning that was so, it was profound about having very, 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 very limited notifications. Mm -hmm. And I always joke that I only answer the phone for three people. And if you're not one of those three, it don't mean I ain't calling you back. I'm just not answering the phone for you. Right. Yeah, I'm the same. That means I'm going to answer it when I have time. When I have time, I'll go, look, you don't get to interrupt my time just because you sent me a message. And as a creator, I'm sure you're seeing that. Like, you just can't. And I don't want to be notified when someone clicks something or likes something. I check DMs when it's time to look at DMs. And yeah, I, do I, it give in, an, I give myself an hour. Right. It's spread out throughout the day. And, right. you know, like... I don't have a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. I have about, uh, you know, maybe 31,000, but I'm, I'm also very interactive with my audience like you. So I get a ton of messages. Um, Mm -hmm. and just, you know, by the way that my account is, um, with women followers, you know, they, they will message more than comment, right. They feel better talking in kind of a private setting. Sure. So, but I have to limit it because otherwise I wouldn't get any, I, I get distracted real easily um, and have a hard time getting back on, you know, task, whether I'm writing or, you know, trying to create something. So yeah, I'm the same with the, with the phone calls too. And that's so, and I would tell anyone this, have a couple people that you will pick up the phone for because you may need to. And like one is your spouse. Yep. And now they need to respect that. Like they need to know that when they call you answer. And so not to, you know, not to abuse that. I mean, obviously with our spouse, we have to give a lot of grace, but for number two and three, I kind of expect them not to, you know, and if they call, I pick up the phone and one is a guy that works on wall street. So you see where my heart is. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and so I have followers th- through Instagram through, I mean, who am I? I'm a guy at Mode Yards. I bought some houses. I just teach, you know, I, I engrossed myself in self-education into the concepts of like Robert Kiyosaki and guys mm-hmm. like Grant Cardone and people that were, you know, Buffett teaching dividend stocks. And I just, I would spend all of my time doing that to like a ridiculous level, like reading three hours a day, And I would be out mowing yards and I'm just listening and listening until literally six to eight hours a day, week after week, years, I'm buying properties. I'm just, I just totally indoctrinate myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I looked up, I was like, wow, I'm worth like 3 million bucks and nobody else is. Right. Nobody around you was doing the same thing. Right. And they were the ones, you know, Hey, you should go on this thing with us. I'm like, I can't. And now like when I want, I just go to the beach and go over here. Like I it's almost lonely in a way because all my friends work and I don't have a job. Yeah. At your age, it, that's unusual. Yeah. And so I haven't had a job since I was 33 years old. But I went hard at a job from, you know, 19 to that age. Like I was a great employee. I worked hard. I did late. But once I was debt free and, and then I kind of I caught a time frame where in my area, there were a lot of two bedroom, one bath houses that were really cheap. And sometimes people will be like, well, you got lucky. And I'm like, dude, nobody was bidding. So (laughs) is that luck? Like, because I got up and went and put in a bid. That's not luck. Luck is somebody gave it to me. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, and I just keep doing that. No matter, like I was buying McDonald's at 50. Now McDonald's is 220. One day McDonald's will be 500 and then it'll be 750, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and all through that is you get to decide if you're playing or not. And then people will look back and go, Oh, remember the good old days when you could have bought McDonald's like, but you're not in the good old days. You're here. (laughs) 
right now. Yeah. Well, you do have to be looking for luck. Luck doesn't generally show up right. on your front door in the form of a realtor or a listing or a stock or anything. You do have to be looking. The people who get lucky are looking. They're are generally looking, working. Right. Yeah. They're looking for the, for whatever it is. They really are. And that's, what's cool about us learning individual stocks and the money flow system. You will have moments. I bet you over the next 10, 15 years, you will be like, God, Ford was a dollar eighty, you know, and now it's twenty five dollars. I have know? some of those moments already. I, I think, you know, because I go back and I look at the charts and I think, right, man, why didn't I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, why wasn't I doing this at this time? Which is again the what if that I try not to play. But even in the you know eighteen months that I've been doing it and in Ben and the money flow gang, just mm-hmm. reading some of the stuff, right? Because that's a great. The group is great because you have people from all walks of life and all time in the market and all different types of experiences. So it's, it's pretty cool to be able to learn some of the history of the market through real people, right? It's one thing to listen to Warren Buffett, but it's another thing to listen to a real live guy who got to quit his job because of this, or, you know, um, you know, get double his um, brokerage account or something like that. It's just a whole mm. different ball game to be able to read that. It is. And then you get to see like, wow, these, some of these don't like Gerald and some of them love him. <laughs> just depends <laughs> on when they came in. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, um, it is, you know, when I first joined the group, I thought, well, there will be nobody that freaks out in this group. And oh, then no. within the last six months, I've seen that that's not true at all. <laughs> no, we lose half our membership. Yeah. Every crash. And it doesn't go as low as the last crash, which I think is funny because it's kind of like a stock chart. Right. <laughs> it's like, as long as I keep working, people come in and then we crash and then I lose all about half of them, which is the market goes half and then it stops and then it goes up. And then there's always a core group that keeps staying, you know, and they, and they keep building their accounts and growing it out. And I love getting those. I mean, like I get them all the time and DM is like, dude, this is the first month that I got a thousand dollars in dividends and they're <laughs> sending me a picture of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, my, my accountant this year, um, he, I was on a FaceTime with him when he was going through my taxes Mm. and, uh, he's like, please stop trading. Yeah. He was like, um, is this right about, yeah. He's like, is this right about your dividends? You know? And he's like, so he's talking about, you know, well, we need to do this. It's like, well, you know, how, how much can you tax shelter in an IRA? I mean, you know, like I I can't stop after that. I'm not only going (laughs) to invest $12,000 a year between, the two or whatever. And, you know, I've got to get that brokerage account. So yeah, I'm suffering a little bit of, you know, tax from, from that's what that, you're telling I'm, your account. Look, bro, yeah. I'm getting rich. I'm gonna need you to yeah. step up your game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I told him I'm not slowing down on that. That's going to be a thing. So if I have to pay taxes on that, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that now. I'll just, just uh, make that work for now. Cause eventually I'm not going to be working and it's going to be, be because of those dividend stocks. Yeah, that's beautiful. The, the, and one thing I try to get people to see sometimes, I mean, everyone's playing their portfolio mm-hmm. and you may own a shit ton more Ford than I own. And, you know, Ford goes on stage one and I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna buy some Ford. And you're like, yeah, I'm good. I got a bunch, you know, right. I'm, I'm actually looking at this because I want Haynes brand. I don't have any Haynes brand. It's really on sale too. And yet we're both making smart decisions. And that's the cool thing about the group. What I was hoping was about the group. It's not, you know, just what is Gerald buying? 
because what I'm buying may not be really what you should buy. Right. Yeah. Maybe you need some, like I have a lot of oil stocks. If a guy's just getting started, you know, I'm not buying oil here on this pullback. I was saying this today, but he might want to. It's a stage one. So use the money flow. I'm not the arbitrary, but it, it is what it is. It, a stage one is a stage one, whether I buy it or not. And, and, you know, it's going to do what it does. And so you lay that over all your stocks. And really what the group should do for us is just keep us all thinking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely keeps you engaged. It keeps it right on your mind. I mean, if you, you know, I, in my home office here, at my desk, I have, you know, multiple screens and one is just the discord is up, you know, because mm-hmm. I like to see during trading hours, like every message that comes through because it, it might be a hundred messages that don't apply to me or that I don't pay attention. But if there's <laughs> one out of the day, you know, it's just like reading a book. If you get one sentence out of that book that changes your mind, you know, it, then it was worth it. Um, but that's, I, I learn so much from the discord, you know, but it's, I, I keep it straight up. And I will say that's the other notification I do have on my phone, not on all of the channels, but But, on several of the channels, I do have that because I'm kind of at the point where I'm still learning so much and like, I don't want to miss anything because I want to know what's going on. Like, what do I have to learn more about? and What do I have to question and, and get more info about? So I I do have it on that on my phone as well. I'm glad you see the value in it. I've tried, I've tried to make that happen organically Mm -hmm. because I thought it would happen organically. And some people see the value in it and some don't. And it always kills me when a guy's like 25 and drifts. And I'm like, God, dude, if you would just, if this was like a priority to you, where would that guy be at 35, you know? Yeah, it's crazy to see, but I think it's a testament of um, that it has to be within you, right? Like you're facilitating that, but it has to be within the person. They need to be in that Mm -hmm. right spot or they need, if they're not, they need to work toward um getting themselves to that right spot and getting their emotions in check because you could be telling them everything that's right and if they're not in a place to hear that or understand Mm -hmm. that or agree with that um it's not going to be right for them at that time i remind myself of that a lot that's why i repeat myself in videos Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that because i don't guy could be watching me for the very first time like you did one day and they need to Mm -hmm. hear that same thing I've said 10,000 times. Yeah. And I still, I still listen to every Sunday service, even if it's something that I've heard a thousand mm-hmm. times, because listen, I might need to hear it 5,000 times right. before it really like gets in my brain, you know, <laughs> and then you, like, yeah. there's so much, especially when you're, a, you do stuff on Instagram, you, you know, have a, a following on Instagram and you're trying to create for people. There's so much stuff coming at you that you can't possibly take it all in so for me it's like well this is this is my deal where i you know i say it to me a thousand times because maybe it's on right. thousand and one that it really like hits my brain and i you know remember that yeah that's that's beautiful so your instagram we're going mm-hmm. back because you okay. have thirty thousand followers that's yep. awesome yep. i love that so you know my struggle Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a different ball game once you start getting in the tens of thousands. Yeah. It, and then do when you get, when I got to a hundred thousand, you think it's like exciting and happy. And it's like, sometimes, yeah. sometimes it is. And it's nice to have people say nice things about you. That's mm-hmm. nice. And it's also, I have people say mean, horrible things to me and you think, Oh, you're a tough guy. And it's like, yeah, but when you hear it a lot, 
it, it does mess with you, man. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of hate on my Instagram due to the nature oh, I, of the Instagram. I was going to ask you that because <laughs> you're, you're, you go by casual and tactical, right? Casual and tactical. Yep. I'll tell you how bad I am, how obsessed you can see my mind is. I read casual land tactical yeah you were thinking i was out here buying pieces of right land. i'm thinking yeah. real estate and so I everything I, I really should be out here buying pieces of land so it's like i see it everywhere and it's like no yep. that's not what it says dude it's a casual land, land. just let you know that's that's a, i thought that was funny i like that and, and it in my 30 because i was in the army i went to the army after high school yep mark 19 50 cows all that shit love all it. the big M60. guys yeah I carried an M249 in Iraq, uh, the saw. Yep. Um, I love guns. Right now, I walk. I keep a Trident on me. I mean, I, 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 I have lots of guns. I have like 30 guns. But in my 30s and 40s, in my 30s, I was reloading, mm-hmm. out shooting. And then as I got older, I, I got tired of that. And then I just was shooting. And now that I'm older, I mean, I just don't do it much anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's still near and dear to my heart. Um just guns and shooting. I love guns. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it, it started out more as self-defense for me, but I, I like guns. And like mm-hmm. I said, my husband was in the Marine Corps and he, my husband was a main gunner on a tank. Um, oh, nice. So he, he, I got goosebumps when you said that. Yeah. He's a, he's you, you and him would get on real quick. I mean, he watches, he watches Sunday service with me and he likes when you call people a dumbass, but yeah. um, <laughs> you guys would get on, you would be fast friends, but you know, he was a main gunner. Um, it went into the military, you know, to, to fight in war and, and got to do that. And then when he got out, we, you know, started our, collection you know starting starting to get Mm -hmm. our carry guns and then you know our rifles and shotguns and all that kind of stuff so it started out as self-defense but the more I got into it I you know I like guns and so we're we're at the point now where we we can buy some guns just for fun because we have all kind of the basic stuff you know like we have our carry we have our home defense Mm -hmm. stuff so it's like let's get some really like fun things uh so that's been pretty cool to do together especially yeah, that is that is great, man. And I used to spend a lot of time at the range, but living out in the country, I have friends that you know had lots of places I could just go shoot at their place. Yeah, you could put a little you could put a little uh, range on your property. I could, and mm-hmm. and we used to have a place literally right up the road that was in the national forest, but it's literally ten minutes, five minutes in the truck. And oh, nice! It's, yeah, it's a it's just a one the state puts up. And there's no monitor or anything. It's usually, right. when you get there, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and nice. They, We'd shoot out there. Um, a lot of fun. My son growing up, I've always had him shoot and start them early with pellet guns and things, you know, little targets. And um, Yeah, absolutely, man. Love, love. I've been in two, I've been in, you know, several firefights in the army. I've been mm-hmm. in two incidents, two incidents as a civilian where I had, I had a pistol involved. Didn't yeah. shoot it, didn't shoot it, but I had it. And, you know, thankfully I didn't have to. We don't, you know, obviously nobody wants to. Nobody wants to do that. Yep. No. Yeah. And, um, and I'm licensed to carry a, a gun. Um, and in New Orleans, I keep like one by each door. Yeah. I'd have one bed. for each hand. Yeah. I'd, <laughs> right. I'd be like, <laughs> I have two behind the bar. And my wife's like, there's six weapons, it's 800 <laughs> square feet. It's like, yeah. It depends on where I'm at when you come in. Yeah, you gotta be. I think you gotta be fast there. I, I they should have open carry laws there. Yeah. <laughs> and 
So I keep a lot of them and I'm very, I was going to ask you that. Do you have people mess with you? Cause you're so mm-hmm. pro. Yeah. A ton. I, I get, I get a lot of good interaction too. Right. So my page really started out, um, about two and a half years ago, I started posting, um, my carry conceal outfits online. Right. Cause that's a thing for women. It's, it's very sure. easy for my husband to carry. He wears the same t-shirt and pair of jeans, you know, every single right. day. Um, but for women, it's different. We have a lot of things going on, you know, like women have babies and they have, mm-hmm. you know, monthly cycles. I mean, there's a lot of, like they wear dresses, they wear all kinds of stuff. So, and you're typically not just wearing jeans and a t-shirt every day. Exactly. It's just a, it's just a whole different ball game. And so when I started carrying 10 years ago, I realized it was a whole different ball game and there weren't a lot of, um, women online talking about it. Cause that's not really a, a very feminine thing to talk about, I guess. And so. I started posting about it and it was really you just started to, on Instagram. Was it Instagram? I started on Instagram. Yeah. So I started on my personal Instagram about three years ago just to kind of test the waters. Right. I thought, man, I'm going to post this and, and I'm going to lose all my followers. You How know, many I didn't followers have a, did you have? What'd you have? 400? At the time I had like 3000 on my okay. personal Instagram. Okay. And uh, it started, actually, I started getting a lot of messages by women who were like, man, I can't say this out loud, but I want to do this. So I thought, you know, this could be a thing. And then a month later, my Instagram got stolen. It got hacked and they held it up for money and I didn't pay. So I decided I'm going to start a new Instagram and I'm going to make it a thousand times better. So I did. um, And it ended up taking off. So it really started as, you know, just a place for women to see like, hey, you can wear this outfit and still carry concealed like you, you can do this. Um, and it's still that, but it's grown into, uh, you know, more of just a place for, for women to realize that they can protect themselves if they want to, right. They can learn how to use guns. They can learn to shoot. They can carry whether they have kids or not. Um, and they don't have to be nervous in parking lots and, you know, all the kind of stuff that women go through that, that men don't necessarily go through. Um, sure. So as it's grown, though, uh, you know, of course, I it's it's not all female followers. Right. So I, I no. will say that all the all the hate I get is from men, which is just a funny thing, because I every time I think to myself, I didn't ask you to be here. I talk to ladies, you know. Right. Um, so yeah. it's, it's pretty clear that it's, it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear yeah. on your page that you're targeting women. Yeah. And I'm a very direct person. Right. I right. I have no. I'm not really scared to say much and I'm very direct and I've gone down there plenty of time and said, Hey, if you're a supportive guy and you want to be here, I'm happy to have you, but Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, I'm not here for you. So don't like DM me weird, like weird shit. Like don't like, you know, try to message me and stuff like that. So, um, it's pretty funny though. There it's, it's kind of that, that group of men, they don't really want to see women doing this. So they, they want to tell me that I'm wrong and you know, that I'm not a good person for doing this and wow. that wow. I'm going to get hurt and all this kind of stuff. And so wow. it kind of runs the gamut, but um, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it's, it's really a ton. That is, it's crazy. I get, I get, <laughs> I don't, I, you may get more than me because I get hate. Yeah. And sometimes I poke the bear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, oh, I know this is going to piss people off. And I used yep. to go hard on it until I got to like 100,000 followers. I'm making a little money online. I'm like, all right, is this worth 
losing my account to just fuck with these people, you know? Yep. That's where I'm at now. Cause I know, you know, they mess with my account a lot um, right. because of the content. Right. So even if I don't do anything, I get notifications and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I know a lot of that is reporting based. So, yep. you know, like I, sh- I, I should get reported all the time. <laughs> yeah. I would love to really like clap back at a lot of these. Um, it would, nothing would make me happier, but I, I do a lot of deleting and blocking really. So my thing is I, I just learned that I'm not giving those people access to me, right? They're not followers. Mm-hmm. They're not going to buy anything from me anyways. They just, you know, saw it on the explore page and it pissed them off for some reason. And they left their comment and I don't have to, you know, I can block them and delete them and it doesn't have to affect my life. Now that's easier said than done. Like you had mentioned earlier, right? Yeah. After a while, it gets to be like, man, this is starting to drag, you know, drag you down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just decided like, those people don't get access to me. Like the people I'm looking for people who are looking for me. I, right. you know, that's I beautiful. That. I you heard that, that and you're you. like, man, that's so profound, right? It is. It is. <laughs> and so anybody else who, who isn't looking for me, like I just don't have to give them access. Right. And if you're mad at me, you obviously are not looking for me, bro. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cause I get them all the time. They want to challenge me on trading systems. Mm-hmm. They want, they want to talk to me about the percentage of this and how often have I beat. And I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> right. It's like, and I, you know, it's like, bro, when you get a little bit under you, maybe we'll debate it, you know, right. but you're, we're not doing it right now. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to do that at all ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, if Jordan Peterson hits me up in the DM, I'm like, yes, sir. Maybe <laughs> right. we'll meet for a debate, but it's uh, which is one of the only people that I listen to every day. Mm-hmm. Jordan, I listen to Jordan Peterson every day. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jordan. Yeah. He's got a lot of. All right, man. I hate to interrupt this crazy, awesome killer pot uh, uh, interview and uh, it's great to get some ladies on here and uh, people who are trying to do you know big things things outside of your normal life man anytime you try to do something outside of the norm it's a push and it's a struggle and I love talking to people trying to do that whether it's growing a business investing whether it's real estate or whether it's being a social influencer I get a lot of personal energy and a lot of personal power from people doing things. So I appreciate Elizabeth being here. Hey, before we get back to the podcast, I got to pay some bills. This is free for you. It's not free for me. I got to pay to host the podcast. Every time I send you an email, I got to pay for the email service. When I send texts, I pay. I spend thousands of dollars a month trying to be a social influencer. A lot of people don't know that. They think the shit's free. It is not if you're trying to do it in a big way. So we create products, we create things, and then we go into the marketplace and beg our friends, family, and followers to purchase them. And that's what I'm doing right now. So my new ebook has literally drained me. And this will probably be my last commercial for it for a while. Um, I've just given the Illuminati code. And it's the actual blueprint code to my life. I, I, I gave the practical stuff in the free ebook. You don't have to die broke. And one thing you're going to find about me, the stuff that's cheap and free is the most powerful And the stuff I charge the most for is probably not. And you say, why would you do it that way? Because I don't don't want anyone to have an excuse for not getting it. So the lowest of people, the brokest of persons can get my blueprint. And then those who have means, let's take it to the next level. And that's what the Money Flow Trading Society is about. That's getting around the right people. That's coming to a private event with me. Those are different people. 
what I'm talking about here is trying to get to the, to the lowest person so that no one can say, I did not know. This book gives it to you if you have it in you. It is the genetic code. It is what makes some people rich and most people not. It's what makes some people famously, fa you know, infamous or famous in social media and why some people are not. It is that code. And if you go to GeraldPeters.info, you can order it 27 bucks. Now, if you don't want to get rich, you don't want to be a social influencer, you don't want to be an artist, entrepreneur, creator, trader, or investor, then yes, do not read this book. But if you want to be any of those things, you need what I talk about in here. And if you take it, this book in over the next 45 days, it will change your life. I promise you it will do that. Read it a little bit at a time each day over 45 days. And I promise you, you'll be, you'll be more, become more and do more, or at least have the knowledge to do so. Back to the podcast. Again, GeraldPeters.info. Uh, he's got a lot of good things to say and um, a much needed message these days. I follow almost no stock influencers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest because people ask me all the time, hey, did you see so-and-so? And I'm like, no. Like some of them, but you're in a video with him. Doesn't mean I watch his content. Right. I can't watch a lot of, I mean, on the stock side, I don't because I'm mm -hmm. too new. So I don't want to get confused by things. I don't want to go so chasing things. And said. I remember, yeah. you, you know, you said that like, mm -hmm. I mean, you've said it many times, but the first time I heard you say that, I was like, you know, because I have applied that to other areas of my life, right? So I, mm -hmm. I do follow a lot of people who create the same kind of content as me, but I don't spend a lot of time scrolling on Instagram, right? So I kind of right. get my post and do my interaction and then get out of there because otherwise you're just... I mean, it's a ton of things, right? It's caught in comparison and it's, you know, like questioning what you're and doing. And you will as an stuff. influencer. You, you will. Mm -hmm. yep. Like Ash, Ashton is a friend of mine. Right. I, I've, I, I'm going to be honest. I've never watched a video. Right. Well, and he's I, I mean, a I started I've, than you. Like he's doing right. totally different than you. So it doesn't, you know, there's no comparison there at all anyways. Right. And we're friends, mm -hmm. but we're doing different things. He's not money flowing. I don't need to watch it. Right. Yep. And then and, and, and I think, okay, but what about us being an influencer? And so what I will do, though, I watch more influencers that don't do what I'm doing mm -hmm. because it's, one, entertaining to me. And, and two, it, you know, I can see how they're promoting their craft or their art. And, and I can try to do it from a unique perspective versus doing what Ashton's doing or doing what my friend Muhammad's doing or doing what Manny, Manny's doing. I don't know mm -hmm. what they're doing. I don't look. And it'll come across my screen and some I I'm almost guilted into following like they, you, you know, like I have to follow them. And I'm yeah. like, bro, I'm, I'm not going to watch your stuff. So <laughs> I'm not looking at it. Yeah. There's no reason for me to follow because I follow 240 regular human beings. If you go right. look at the people I follow, they're just people I've met like yourself. Just people, and you I, know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what yep. I, I dig what you're doing because it's not what I'm doing on Instagram. Right. Right. And it's it's. Women need that. And I'm a huge gun advocate. So I believe that. I think, oh, cool. Every 16-year-old girl should watch this. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to reach mm -hmm. like the young girls. And and for as much hate I get, I get a lot of really positive stuff from women and men, right? Oh, There's a lot of men that are like you and like my husband who are like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, defend yourself. Like, I, you know, we're both big 
um, to a absolutists. I mean, you know, the mm-hmm. second amendment is for everyone. So I'm not, you know, out here to mm-hmm. listen to a man who says he doesn't like that a woman owns guns. It's like, okay, yeah. guy, I don't, I don't yeah, care but... about that. You know, like, <laughs> right. yeah, I'm not like, listening to your video yeah. at yeah. all. Like, and I'm just I moving on. like, I always say to myself, <laughs> would this person say, to, say it to you in person? And like, probably right. not. They probably would not say that to me in person. Cause I, I would, like tear somebody up in person for that you know I'm not gonna do that online because it's not worth my time but they probably wouldn't do it in person so you know it's the same thing you're trying to you you get those people who have been looking for you and you get you know the nice comments every time I get a, a message from a woman who says hey I just got my concealed carry permit in the mail or I went to the range for my first class or something. It's like, you know, now it's worth me being there. Cause that's and all. They, and and you inspired them to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, 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 dude. That's see, that's, I tell people this all the time that that is what it's about. Yep. That's all I'm and, here for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's uh, I mean, I like selling books and I like mm-hmm. doing other things, but that's what I'm trying to do. You know, when I get all the time, where a guy will be like he's 29 he came across my content when he was 27 by 28 they paid their debt off you know they had a baby they bought their first house they just closed on their first rental he's got you know 100 grand in the stock market and they're Mm -hmm. like 29 he's like really and i'm like he goes yeah man i found your video we had nothing and i'm like really because it's shocking you're like yeah okay shit i gotta make another video now Right. Yeah. It does, I was just it does about to quit. Get you. Yeah. It does kind of, I was going to quit because of those nasty comments, yeah. but it does kind of get you, um, you know, re-engaged, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I know that you have thousands of those stories. I mean, look, uh, like I'm one of those stories, you know, every, every night before bed, my husband goes, uh, do you need your iPad to do your homework? And that's looking at charts, right? <laughs> yeah. he says, you gotta do, gotta do your homework. And you know, my brother and I are very close and he started trading with me at the same time oh, and he follows you too, you know? Um, oh, and he's like a little cool. younger and has a bit of a different path, but he, mm-hmm. um, has a five month old and I, I don't have kids. My husband and I never wanted to have kids, but we've got a couple nieces and nephews and, you know, my brother, he just had a, a, a baby. He's five months old. And, you know, we always talk about like, man, even if we're not able to give him money, like think about the stuff we're going to be able to teach him just because we did this when we were like 35 and, you know, 40. Oh, yeah. yeah, such a different, you know, thing than we grew up with. And that's your brother's kids. Mm-hmm. My brother. Yeah. He, he just had a, a baby and he's, you know, he's big follower and we trade together. So, you know, we text probably, I don't know, 50 times a day about, awesome. you know, stuff. Did you see this chart and all this kind of stuff? So that's been really cool. Cause that we were always very close, but that just gave us another, you know, mm. kind of bond that we had. Um, and now we just talk about when, you know, my nephew, his boy is, is older, like, man, think about the head start he's going to get. Cause we're just going to be able to teach him so many things that, that we didn't learn young. It, it is cool. It's cool when you start to get a few friends, cause you, it'll be few, mm-hmm. but you'll develop them as you trade more and more and more. And you're like, they've been doing this for eight, nine years, you know, and yeah. I got a buddy for 16 years. He, he was a, he was a wall street trader. Then he worked as an analyst at a hedge fund, which means. He managed part of their book. Mm-hmm. So his job every day is he watches these 20 stocks and he knows the plan and he drip enters and drip takes profits. And, you know, cumulatively they need to make money. 
Right. And, and they have people on the short side and they have risk managers. And there's like 50 people running all this money. And he did that. And, and it was really neat to me because I'm thinking like he's an insider, you know? Yeah. And so for me to be friends, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. As I was kind of like fanboy. It's like you're a roadie on a band or something, you know, it's like, right. cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he 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 enjoyed what I was doing and he was kind of using it. He would bring it to work and go, man, I really think this is setting up what he's using is the money for. You know, yeah, same system. And yeah. And what they were doing was a lot of fundamental analysis and reading. And it wasn't like they didn't use charts. It's just everyone had their own way. And and it, it, here's, you know, it's a guy on Wall Street and he comes across my content. Next thing you know, he's texting me and he's kind of being kind of vague what he, you know, does. And, and I, and, and next thing you know, I, you know, but I could tell based on what he was saying, he understood, you know, and, you know, I would get a text from him and like, it would be literally like this, like I'm, and I look over and he's like, you see Exxon? <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's in tune with the market. And I look right. over and I'm like, oh shit. And he goes, yeah, man, he's telling me what just happened. And like, it's a cool friendship because if you say, do you see AT&T, he's probably going to say, yeah, like it's a neat thing, man. It's neat that, you know, I guess yeah. other people have it with sports. They have it with different things in life. Mm -hmm. It's cool. To, it's cool to do it with stuff. Yeah. You can learn a little bit from everybody, but I, mm -hmm. you know, I think one, one thing is that um, people aren't really necessarily taught to talk freely about money. Right. I knew I grew up in a household where it's like, I kind of knew what was going on and, um, you know, my dad had some businesses and stuff like that. And, but we weren't taught to like talk about money with people. And I have had the, you know, fortunate friendships with a couple of people and, you know, a couple of them are very rich and we talk mm. openly about money and it's like a oh, whole I different world, right? Like we uh, go out to dinner, we get on a call and we talk about, investment oh. opportunities and you know what what they're doing with their money and and they're pretty frank about it and it's it feels weird at first right because I think mm -hmm. as society we're kind of like yeah you know don't tell people what you make don't tell people what you have and that um, but once you start to do that with trusted people of course you know I've you know that's that's yeah. one of the keys um, it's just you, you unlock kind of another level of learning <laughs> You really do. And, you know, and, and what I do, I'm pretty um, transparent with a lot of stuff Yep. That, that maybe you wouldn't be with everyone that knows you or, mm -hmm. you know, my wife wouldn't be like my family could log in and look. I mean, mm -hmm. and I'll like the other day I was saying, listen, I got three point six million dollars invested. Right. I need to turn this into ten million dollars. Like, so that's my goal. And most people aren't waking up with that goal. So right. I need to I need to talk to people who are. And by putting that out there, you'd be shocked the number of people, you know, I get a lot of bullshitters, but I get people hit me back. And he's like, man, I got 5.7. I'm trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And they think, and they say, you know, you're talking to a person, you go look at their Instagram, they own a commercial building. They have this business. He owns two daycare. Shit. Like, I mean, they own all this stuff and they say, I'm on the phone with the guy. And it was only because I put that out there. And I'm not saying everyone out and put all their finances out there, but I don't know for me, for what I do, I don't know any other way to teach it other than to do that. Yeah. I mean, for you, it's a different, and I'm it's a different myself. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you kind of, I guess for credibility sake, you kind of have to say, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I have this and, and show the accounts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think for regular people, you know, I, I, there's, there's been a few times where I would post a story about something, um, 
you know, I, I, on the first of every month, I calculate our net worth, right? So I, I do, I have a little spreadsheet and I, um, you know, ask my husband, Hey, what's your 401k at? He's, he's got a couple little crypto accounts on his phone. Mm -hmm. So like, what is that at? I throw everything in there. And then we talk about what, you know, what happened between last month and, and, uh, this month. And we've done, you know, I've been the money person in our relationship and in our marriage the whole time. Um, I like doing that and that's fine. And my husband's kind of okay to just, as long as he has money, (laughs) you know, he knows the bills are paid. Right. But we've always had like a regular meeting where we talk about like, Hey, this is what, this is where we're at now. This is where we're going. Like, how do we, how do we want to get there? Um, and so I've done, you know, kind of stories about that and it's surprising the amount of people that will DM me back and say like, Oh, are you, you're into this too? You know, like what, mm-hmm. what, what do you invest in? Like, what are you buying and things like that? So <laughs> yeah. You just have to say it. Like people aren't saying it. That's the thing. Right. So. It's, it's, it's fun. And obviously it's my life. Like you're doing with guns. I do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's fun to say it. Um, you know, my wife still deals with that. Like we'll be yeah. at a party and they say, you know, I'm like, well, how much are you worth? Yeah. You know, and the, the guy's just looking at you and I'm like, <laughs> it ain't a secret. You know, God knows, IRS knows. Yeah. Tell me. yeah. Instagram know, knows. And, <laughs> yeah. And uh, just that, invi- just that being able to talk with people and, and do that. And, and then I have friends that are super open with it. You know, hey, I got eight houses. I'm trying to do this. And I've gotten to be friends with them and they give me updates. And I tell them the same thing once a month, you should look at all your accounts, cryptos, the checking accounts, the mm-hmm. health, health savings account. What do you think your house is worth? It might change from month to month and yep. just put it all down, total it up and look at it. And if you do that every month, you'd be surprised. It'll keep going up. <laughs> yeah, it keeps going up and it gives you an awareness, right? It gives right. you an awareness of like what you're doing, whether it's positive or negative. And some things are out of your control, right? I can't control mm-hmm. the market right now. So I can control like my emotions and I can control if I want to continue to put money in there. But I can't control that, um, you know, what that net worth looks like outside of other factors like spending and that and that sort of thing. But it makes a huge difference to just keep that awareness. Um, and I will say that I put guns and ammo on my balance sheet. So I put that right on there because that's an asset oh, yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. And I, I, what's funny is I only recently started doing that because it's only been recently that, like, you know, like having a watch that's worth some money or, yeah. you yeah. know, things like that. It's only been recently I've even had things like that, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. where it's like, wow, this actually does not go down in value. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely an asset. asset. Anything like that is an asset. Yeah. I'm I'm adding that ammo is uh, still a little scarce and expensive these days. So it goes right on that sheet. That's awesome. (laughs) So let me ask you this about Instagram. Mm -hmm. I assume you have, you have a daily hustle, grind, whatever you want to call it, blueprint template that you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. are you trying to do so many posts a day? Are you doing them at certain times? Are you hashtagging? Like you have all this planned out? Yeah. So I do, um, you know, my plan is always to do a post a day uh, for what the time week, of day for the weekdays. So my time is 3 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. It seems That's... to be my um, time so in my one analytics. One o'clock my time. Mm-hmm. One o'clock my time. Okay. Yep. That Makes seems sense. to be the one in my analytics that, um, 
has been working. And uh, I don't always get to the one post a day because I really do have to batch content because this is truly a, a hobby for me, right? I make a little money off of my book now. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm starting to make a little affiliate money. That's, that's kind of growing. Uh, you know, one of the things that happened recently was I was approached by the editor of, um, guns.com to start writing because I'm a copywriter by trade. So I think you and I had talked about this before. Mm -hmm. I've, I've always been a writer, um, and I'm a copywriter by trade, but I love writing, uh, you know, kind of medium and long form articles, so I had done a couple test articles for them. And then last week I signed a contract through the rest of the year to write for them. So that's one oh my way God. that, Dude, yeah, the monetization so came. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, that's that been really, so cool. it's been really cool. And I'll, I'll have to make a note to send you my first article published yes, last week. You so that was say, really cool. Group, man. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool to see. So Um, that's one of the ways that I do it, but I, you know, I do have a full-time, I I say full-time plus gig. So I have to kind of batch content and depending on whether I'm traveling or not, it doesn't always happen. But one thing that has really helped me with Instagram is being, uh, well, two things I'll say being very consistent about my content. So focusing on one very small Mm -hmm. area and only, only posting about that and, Um, interacting with people. So even though my, as my account has grown, usually when your account grows, your reach and stuff drops off. um, Mm -hmm. And my reach has not dropped off. So I still have a ton of interaction on my account. And I think that that's because I really try, even if it's not right away to respond to everybody um, as much as I can. So it, you know, makes it feel like more like a real person account like yours, right? You do a lot of stories about your life and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so people know this is not just like a guy trying to sell a book that he doesn't even believe in. This is like, like the legit deal. I I don't see myself as a content creator, even though I (laughs) do create content. I see myself as a documenter. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, I try to create some content around the shit I'm doing and I can't just always show it raw I gotta like snip it up right yeah that's the game on Instagram right Mm -hmm. like I I try to think of myself as an educator um I want to just educate like women so that they can but you're funny your videos are hilarious yeah I I will say I am funny I'll give you are funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I like that but you know the game is now you have to do reels you have to do like video because people aren't really interested in static content right now so that's changed a lot because mm-hmm. I, in another lifetime, I was also a wedding photographer. So, you know, photography came real easy to me and I would take tons of photos. Um, but now it's got to be video, at least for my account. That's how it's been trending. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll you know, just advice to you, and I'm, I'm sure you know this, but I, from time to time, will just try something total left field. Mm-hmm. And if it, it sucks, I just delete it. Yeah, I did that last year. I started um, I started posting um, just screenshots of tweets that I did, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was the most shared content I had last year. Right. Now, you know what I've been doing recently that's bumped mine? Mm-hmm. And it's the same. This is crazy. It's like, okay, this is so silly. We have to play these games. Yeah. But we, but we have to. <laughs> right. I, I tweet, and then I, you know, I, I break it down in a photo editor. 
It mm-hmm. takes a minute. People don't understand the behind the scenes of if you're trying to be an influencer. This shit, right. you got to go. So you got all these apps to help you. Hundred apps go, on your phone. Yeah. Right. Hundred <laughs> apps on your phone. One thing takes like fifteen run-throughs. So I got to I click it. I make a, a video that you know format the picture to fit on Instagram, and then I go put it into a video editor where I play the video, the static picture for like fifteen seconds, and then I cut it, and then I bring it to Instagram and I put it inside a reel. And I add some music and it's still just a static tweet, but now it's behind music and for 15 seconds in a real format. Yeah. And they push the video now. So and it's they like, push it yeah. and I get 10 times more than if I would have just posted that tweet as a static yeah. tweet. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I do try to keep up on all the stuff, you know, and that's another part. I think that like, I, you know, a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram are professional content content creators, mm-hmm. not in my um, niche or whatever, right. but they, you know, so I think, okay, well, let me try this new thing this week and let me try that. So that can eat up a lot of your time, you know, oh. especially when you have other stuff going on, but yeah, that's what I try to do. Um, the interaction is huge. And I try to do a lot of stories that are about my life outside of this again. So people Beautiful. can see, Hey, this is, you know, like I'm just a regular, I, you know, I don't have any qualifications. I just have experience. I'm just further down the road than you. Like, yeah. you know, I I've learned from so many people that are further down the road from, from me than um, in all areas of life. Right. So mm-hmm. I've just learned like, Hey, like, let's let's go for those people and let's try to talk to them and ask them questions. So maybe I can be that person for, you know, somebody else. Hell yeah. So, all right. So I'm thinking on Instagram. The um, Now, what about going live? Do you go live on Instagram? You know, I don't go live on Instagram. I, I don't know why. I don't really have a reason um, for I it. I, I guess I would have to get kind of an idea of what I was going to talk about first and focus on um, that idea. You know what? They, they don't want that, though. Yeah. Yeah. They want, they want you to go live in your kitchen and be like, what's up guys. Right. <laughs> and then be like, pull your shirt up and go strap. Yeah. 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 That's um, man. It's like, I can't write, I can't write the word by B U Y in mm-hmm. my um, caption or else they'll say that I'm selling guns and then they'll take my post right. down. You know, I can't like, sometimes I have to use like the gun emoji. It's, it's right. crazy on there right now. It's That's so- why I used to post gun stuff periodically back yeah. in the day. And mm-hmm. then it was like, but I have the same problem now. I can't say Bitcoin. Right. It's like, how the fuck can I not say this? It's literally traded on the. It's the literally a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's real. Like, yeah. But I can't, if I say the word Bitcoin, that video will be shut down. Yep. Um, I did one recently and it was Eminem. It's like, I'm not afraid. And I did the, I'm not afraid. And it was the Bitcoin chart and I was buying Bitcoin. And then it goes to me with laser eyes and it's Eminem's song. I'm not afraid. <laughs> And it was like 20 seconds. I get like 40,000 views. Yeah. And that comments just, and it's people fighting and saying horrible things to each other. Fuck Bitcoin. It's a Ponzi scheme. And it's like all this stuff going on in the comments. And I'm just like, oh my God. I get a lot of fighting um, in my comments too, right? Somebody will say something real kind of shitty and then somebody Mm -hmm. will kind of like come to my defense and then somebody else will come. And it's like, I, I always end up just block like deleting mm-hmm. those comments because it's like it's hard right because you you want to let people hash it out and not care about that but I also want it to be a place where like so the gun industry is such an intimidating thing for women like the idea of like carrying a gun for most women is so intimidating I want it to be a place where it's like 
all that other noise is shut out, but that's so right. hard to do on the internet. It's like impossible to control it that. Is. It's tough, man. Yep. My my new ebook is is for really it's for influencers. Yeah, well, good because I pre-ordered it right okay, away. Okay, <laughs> okay. I didn't want to put you on the spot. I had yeah. a guy call me and I was like, I thought we were friends. Dude. Yeah, no, he, we are friends. Like, I pre-ordered. He's it like, right what do you mean? I'm like, bro. I've said 10 times on my story, you watched it, you still haven't ordered. He's like, oh, you're talking to me? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I do that a lot. I learned that from Gary Vee. I honest. like that. Yeah. Gary, Gary Vee is a very, he's got some great philosophies on being an influencer. And he does the jab, jab, jab every once in a while, right hook people. Yep. And every once in a while, he'll do the guilt sell. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be like, look, you claim to like me. If you do, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. So I only use that like once or twice a year. Yeah. But every time I use it, it works. Yeah. When you really probably about tax time, when you really need to send a, sell a couple books. Or you yeah. I need to sell some shit. Out. And I'm like, hey, I got this product. Listen, you <laughs> bastards, order it. Yeah. It's like, and, I, and then I go from I go from happy about it to kind of getting pissed off to then listen. You said you were my friend. Right. And then, it, then it's like to the total guilt. Like the one today was my last pitch. And, and I was, someone, I got some negative comments about it. And I'm like, really? You, you can't see the comedic side of this? Right. It's funny. I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, everybody's got a negative comment for everything. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why I just like, can't even take any of it seriously anymore. Because mm -hmm. like, the people will complain about a sunny day. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I can't control mm -hmm. that. I think today I, I went to my lowest level that I can do for begging. Mm -hmm. And I, and I said... I said, you're going to pay $27 for a sandwich that you literally poop out yeah. <laughs> or you could buy my book. Right. Is, is it a poop sandwich? I need to know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see that. she watched that and she's like, what are you saying? I'm like, that's the last pitch. It goes to the gutter. Des it's desperation. We got it. We got to do it. See, if yeah. I hadn't seen the other stories though, and I saw that one, I right. would definitely buy it after that because that right. would make me laugh. Yeah. That would make you laugh. And yeah. so it's like, yeah. And, and you'd be surprised the number of people who send me a laughing emoji and say, I was going to buy it, but that cracked me up. So I went ahead. And, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. I had to do it. Well, yeah. I do think that people who are not, um, you know, actively trying to grow an audience on Instagram, they, they miss the part of, um, you know, some of it's a persona, right? Like I'm, sure. I'm, I'm pretty real on Instagram, but at the same time, like, you know, some of we that play a little bit like, of a character. I, yeah, I do that for Instagram. Like, I don't, right. you know, I don't act like that all the time, you know? Right. I don't yell at people in public. Right. Like, <laughs> people meet me and they're like, you're such a nice guy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a nice guy. I don't yeah. yell at people about yeah. buying stocks in public. Like, <laughs> Well, I learned that about you in the Discord group. Right. Right. Because you are different in the Discord group. And, and mm. probably like the first time I messaged you a question that was like what <laughs> I thought was a stupid question. And you wrote me back like a very nice reply. Right. And I was like, oh, you know, like this is like, which I knew it was a persona, but I think mm. people miss that when you're not like actively engaged and trying to grow an audience, whether it's for a product or, you know, just mm -hmm. as a hobby or whatever it's for. And it is. And we have to be uh, in my new ebook, I call it Be Your Own Troubadour. Mm -hmm. And like a troubadour back in the day in the 11th century, 14th century, I'm, I'm all into France. I, I have this bizarre fantasy that I could buy a abandoned French castle. Yeah, my husband and I have that about a little shack um, in Sicily. We're oh, that's, that's that's like doable. our life goal. Yeah, it's doable. Yeah, it's doable. And I've been looking at 
and it really wouldn't be a castle it'd be more like a chateau mm -hmm. but it, it'd be a big ass brick house which to me is a castle right yep and and i have this fan and i think it's doable and as i was you know i'm always thinking that the rich people back in the day would bring these these troubadours to their house which was the modern day rappers singers poets artists entertainers mm -hmm. and they made their money entertaining aristocrats and i was like and they, you know, and but a lot of aristocrats would be inspired by these people. And some of them actually like in, they were like early influencers, really, to be honest. Right. And, and if they were super entertaining, they were highly in demand and they could influence politics by the shit they talked about or the drama and their plays. And I was like, wow. And, and I have this little section about be your own troubadour, like, you know, you know, be your own, you know, best marketing campaign. Like, you know, yeah, inter yeah for sure. I'm excited yeah. to read it now. Yeah, I may have pumped it too much. This guy was sent me to my house. I'm like, all right, well, maybe I've over pumped it. But nah. it's, it's, I think it's good stuff. And I didn't do any videos. Like I've said, they, people have seen me too much. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I have little two, I have little one to two minute audios at the end of each little section and yes. no videos. I, I started... do think we think that, but I don't, you know, when, the, when you look at the average numbers of like what the average amount of your following, um, actually sees all of your content it's so low you know I think we play that game where we think man I've been on here too much or one post a day is too much or whatever it is but mm -hmm. it, it's it's like not true I mean I you know we have like I feel like I see all your posts but I have a notification on for it so I think right and we interact together on posts so I think that right. helps the algorithm like where I'm seeing all your stuff um, but for other people, you know, I, I think, uh, it's so low what, what they say with the algorithm. Now, when you, when you look at my content and, and speak mm -hmm. freely, mm -hmm. like, what is, what is it you're like, man, he's got to change this. Um, my wife says I do too much content, too much content. See, I don't mm -hmm. think it's too much content, but I still have a lot to learn. So I guess from your wife's perspective, um, you know, no, maybe because is... she's seeing you all day, she's like, "Man, you got to get off of there." Uh, you know, I don't. Here, I don't here's know. my comeback to that: mm -hmm. is if I go look at everything I produce today, let's say it comes to twelve minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, we watch the rookie every day, and it's forty five <laughs> minutes long, and we never say this is way too much rookie content. Right. <laughs> right. It's. I guess it's like what you want to see. You know, for me, it's not too much because. Um, I'm looking for that content, right? So every time I'm trying to get like one one nugget out of there where I'm like, right. okay, I didn't understand this before, but I understand it. I guess the only thing I would say, but I, I would say I think you should monetize this. So it's probably on your subscribers is focused principles, right? Like every once in a while, like let's just talk about the RSI or you know something like that where for people who are, so on my, are you on my paid subscription on Instagram? I'm not yet. Okay. No, no, no. You don't, you know, that's no pressure to be. Um, I like to do that to my friends. I'll ask them and they go, no. Yeah. And I go, I go, oh, <laughs> and I just let that sit to fuck with them. But I don't care <laughs> if they are. I, I really don't look to see who is. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want that to change how I do things. And, right. and I struggle with what to put on there. And I struggle mm -hmm. too as to what to put on discord. Like, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's probably, you know, and there's probably other people in Discord that are like, well, what content is different there than in Discord, right? So what, mm -hmm. you know, so I guess that could be clarified, but I think, and, and, you know, look, you can put it on Discord and a hundred people will give you their opinion about it, but right. I would say maybe, um, 
and those videos, I guess, would be evergreen, right? So if you do a video about RSI, it's like, not that you're never going to talk about it again, or, and that's just an example, right? Or like mm -hmm. a video all about stage ones, like what's e like everything that you can think about, about stage ones, like people can mm -hmm. go back to that. And like, what part of the system are you hung up in? You know, like one thing I remember for me that, and, and you had answered it for me through a bunch of messages. I, I just, you know, messaged you the question was, um, I, I just couldn't get my mind around previous high when stocks yeah. drop, right? I was like, right. okay, well, I entered this trade and the previous mm -hmm. high was X, right. but now that's not, now we've taken two legs down and that's not the previous high. So like, what right. am I, what, in my brain, like, do I need to adjust that? And you had answered that. So I think it's just like, for me, it's been those little the system's very easy to understand. It's been the nuances, which again, you know, that's, that's time in the market and just constantly like just banging that stuff into your brain. In the new ebook, I have a, I don't even want to call them chapters or just thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I'm asking people just read one thought a day, or I don't think you'll get the thought. Yeah, I agree. Me yep. Meaning marinate on it. Don't, mm -hmm. don't rush to the second and third thought. Yep. And one of the thoughts is money's just a social agreement. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is, yeah, that was the previous high, and now right. it's not. <laughs> and now this is the new one. And, and it, they don't care that that was the old one, and they don't care where you bought it. Nobody cares. Yeah, Nobody that was, cares. That, yeah, I needed, like, that, that was, like, in so many words, what you said to me, right? And yeah. I needed to, like, get my mind about that. But it's true what you said, that you just won't get it. Like, that's why I, I have never looked at a single thing about options. Like, I don't have the mm. bandwidth right now to even entertain that or learn that or anything like that. And I'm very, like, minimal on crypto because I just feel like I have so much to learn. Like, my time will be better spent learning the nuances of the system. Um wow before I go to any other stuff, you know, it's like not even that I'm not even worried oh. about losing money on options. I'm just, I just know in my head, I do not have the time to dedicate to that, but I do have the time to dedicate to building up on the knowledge that I know about the market now. I wish everyone would hear that. And like, we could repeat that. That's like the uh, tweetable or the, the yeah. replay on the, on <laughs> yep. the real because yep. I repeat this over and over. It's like, you can't possibly understand the money flow and you're mm -hmm. looking at options. And he's Not like, what do you mean? I've, yeah. I've been in, I got your book six months ago. And I'm like, yeah, you know, nothing. Yeah. It's I've not read the book. Possible. Six, yeah. I've read the book six times through like right. taking and notes like, and read it six times through. And, and I know I need to read it a hundred more times, you know? Yeah, And then, and then you got to go through some flows. You got to go through the cycle. And yep. It's like, dude, you've been through two stage four declines. <laughs> right. You can't possibly <laughs> understand this system. Right. And yeah. And then they're looking at this and they're looking at that. And then what kills me is they'll never understand it. They'll keep, there's people that been with us in the money flow game for a year, year and a half. A year later, they're still asking me, you know, what's the profit target? Yeah. What, what's the, and I'm like, bro, you don't need to ask me that. Yeah. They depend you, on you to like, yeah, you dictate, know the answer. dictate the moves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the purpose of this isn't for me to tell them every move It's to, at in the beginning to do that. So you can see me using the money flow. Right. But then it's like, you're using the money flow and we're all using the money flow. And, and maybe because we're community, we can catch, you know, maybe you're in a mood right now. I got some money. I want to trade some bios. Like, yeah. like you're feeling it, right? Like yep. I want to do that right now. This other guy's got a house project going. He's not messing with that right now. Right. 
and and we're all still in the same thing and it, it that's it's beautiful man like it it, it should be beautiful that's right yeah I'm there's so much to learn i mean there's every day at least five times a day something in there blows my mind i mean even this morning mm-hmm. somebody posted about you know just being like the very infancy of a like the first like stage of a bear market and just the changes and i i I just i I, it was like four or five sentences and i read it over like 50 times because i i was just like i don't have that market knowledge yet like i know i kind of know what's going on but i don't have that market knowledge so like that's the type of stuff that i'm trying to get my mind around and like learn Mm -hmm. more about yeah it's 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 beautiful I was, um, God, what was I about to say? I had a thought there and then I lost it. Um, no, it's a, it's a never ending thing. It's a lifelong mm-hmm. thing. It's like golf or guns. It's like something yep. you can just do for the rest of your life. Appreciate wine. Um, there's, you know, real estate, like some of these things, just there's no end date to them. Right. And, you know, and my goals aren't attainable. I try to tell people you need to have goals that probably are not attainable. Yeah. I mean, if you attain them, it's, you're going to be shocked, right? <laughs> right. Like you want them that big. You want like the things I'm trying to do. I want it to be unattainable. And it's, you know, we go through the ups and downs and hopefully what the money flow does is add order to chaos. And what, well, Oh, what you were saying there about focusing on that, man, it's so important too, man. And the more that I've taught the money flow, the more I've just gotten purist, you know, Mm-hmm. And I have so, I, I personally have so many distractions. I've got friends that teach options. Hey, could, like they approach me, could I teach options to your group? Like I'll right. put you in, we'll do a right. course, be 50-50. And monetarily, I would make money. Yep. And, and I'm just like, dude, I have no interest. Like, like I'm so into what I'm doing that I have no interest in that. You know, and it's like, yeah. maybe ask me in six months, like right now, that's just, I just don't have no interest in it. Yeah, it I might be and... different, like, you know, down, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, people get so caught up in chasing things. And look, like I've seen the post about options. It's attractive. Like, it's really attractive. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Some of the money that people lose, but it's attractive, the money that they make. But I, right. you know, I just know for me, like, that's, that's not my spot right now. NFTs came out mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm just like, God. I'm just, I'm, it makes me mad because I'm like, Bitcoin, yes, not NFT, straight line. None of you guys have enough Bitcoin to be doing that shit. Yeah, I had to ignore NFTs and, and I'm, you know, very creative like person. I've always mm-hmm. been an artist and stuff like that. So it kind of appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I started reading about it and I, I just, it, I could tell it was going to take up so much of my time. And then I realized that I had to give them my Ethereum for them to give me the NFT. And I was right. like, Oh, no, I'm not. So I'm, I don't have any to give like I'm I, I only have any that I'm holding on to. So then I was like, we go back to me being a Jeez. buyer, not a seller. So right, you're just like a wealth of wisdom, because that was it. I'm like, I'm not giving you my Ethereum. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound like a fair trade. I was like, I'll give you no. money like US dollar. But I was like, I'm not giving you my Ethereum. Like, I don't understand why anyone would do would do this so yeah that was just not for me it, yeah and if you understood ethereum you understood bitcoin you understood mm-hmm. blockchain how do you think this piece of art is more bad because i don't even understand art i didn't understand it before in nfts i don't understand it now right right and so i just it eh, i don't know i started to hamper on it and then i finally just stopped 
I put a channel in the room because people were just in, they were insistent on losing their money with that. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, fuck it. Here, here, you have a channel, use it, you know? Um, and I, what kills me is I just, I don't think you have enough Bitcoin to be doing that. And, and it's, it's a rabbit because you, you're going to have to study it. You're going to have to spend time in it when you're doing that. Now you don't know about dividend stocks. You're not taking your, down your debt. You're not working probably the most you could on your business. You just got sidetracked. You know, that's what yeah. there's, there's only so much you kept using the term bandwidth. You can only put your mind on so many things. Right. And, and, and I, you know, I have other things I'm watching, so I can't add everything that comes up. Yeah. You, you know, can't learn everything. <clears throat> yeah. And that's costly what I'm repeating to people. And they're asking me, what do you think about this? And I'm like, bro, I, with all the things I'm doing in the world, I can't know about that little obscure thing you're doing over there. Right. Like, it, it, well, I, I think it's can't. okay. Yeah, people don't realize it's okay to be <clears throat> an expert in one or two things. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're doing guns and, you know, you're going to, you can't be an expert on Instagram on everything. You just, just not enough bandwidth. You can't do enough videos, can't do enough creativity. You got to, you got to simplify your, and I call that the straight line. Are there times to variate, veer, you know, veer? Yes. But, mm -hmm. you know, you should use wisdom. And it shouldn't be, if you catch yourself veering a lot, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. You can never be great at anything if you're constantly changing, you know? Right. And whatever you're teaching, I mean, if you're trying to teach on Instagram, you kind of have to be an expert on Instagram too. So now you've just <laughs> added another thing right. <laughs> that you didn't really think about. You're like, well, I know this thing really well, so I'm going to teach it to people. But it's like, okay, well, now I have to know this platform really well. Now I kind of have to learn about marketing. Now I have to learn about you know, how to record video and sound and all that stuff. Yeah. When I run through to people, cause they'll ask me, what do you think about this? And I'm like, so, okay, I'm a YouTuber. I do two podcasts. I'm a professional trader. I do real estate. I manage, I work on property. You got to understand there's a limit to what my brain can be put on. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and hopefully as the money flow gang develops and we, we build out and I plan to do it the rest of my life, I'll have people that, show up that are the right person at the right time and they begin to do things you know in discord mm -hmm. there like maybe they take over the real estate side for me and we start producing they put out real estate content that i agree with right and i don't have to watch every single bit of it i know their value system and they're putting it out and um you know and we have a dividend stock section and we have a trade section like we have these sections yep and and so wherever you're at in life there's something for you there you know yeah, I think, I mean, the group is great for that because we do have those sections now and it's mm -hmm. like anybody can kind of jump in and, mm -hmm. you know, learn at the pace that, you know, or at the place that they're at and, and kind of go from there instead of, you don't need to know everything when you come in. I mean, I know you like them to know the system and kind of the basics <laughs> of that, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, that either, but sometimes no. they think they do. I think that's more their thought than, than what you would say they know. Right. And I think that's been a, a, a flaw of my own is sometimes I think because of my nature or the character I play on Instagram, people feel like they can't approach me in discord. Mm -hmm. right. Like I'm going to yell at them. And I, you know that you've sent me yeah. a question. I answer it. You're, you know, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not, that's not me. Yeah. And, not at all. I mean, I sent you a question yeah. right away and I was like, you know, if, yeah. if nothing else that would show me if this was the place for me or not. Right. And I'm like, no, that answer, if it could be the dumbest question in the world, I would just mm -hmm. give you a, a best answer and I'm not there to yell at you. 
and I think they think I am because they see, you know, on YouTube and Instagram. Right. And it's, and, it, and then I'm like, no. And, and so they're afraid to say, Hey, I know a lot about dividend stocks, dude. Like they're afraid I'm going to mm-hmm. get mad at them or yell at them. And, and they don't put themselves like, Oh, I could run this channel or I could, you know, kind of keep an eye on it. Cause I know a lot. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that could end up being an outlet for them. Like maybe now they start doing Instagram content about dividends and they become right. the dividend person. Um, that hasn't happened organically. Like no one's hit me right. up and say, Hey, I, w- I want to be the dividend person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I hoped it would. Now, if I put it out there, somebody would raise their hand, but I wanted it. I want that kind of stuff to happen on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Not force somebody into it or. Th- yeah. Or Cause that they, they might quit. They might quit, you know? And you know, I, I don't know. It's hard because if, if they have no followers on Instagram, they're not producing content and they're not doing that. Maybe that's the last thing on their mind. Right. Right. Um, but then you meet someone who is putting out content, doing something around it. Maybe they want to run their own show. They don't want to, you know, run a channel for me or, or be in there. So it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a struggle of how to, for me, how to manage it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be tough. Um, maybe as the group grows. I mean, I know the group, you, you intentionally keep the group small, which I appreciate because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of external noise and, you know, things. Right like that i mean when the market is hot the group moves really fast but it's all Mm -hmm. relative um or relevant stuff on there so i i know for as a new person coming in i was like wow this is i I can i can keep up with this like i can learn here right and that's the cool thing is it moves at a pace that we can all keep up with Mm -hmm. i won't keep holding you i appreciate you um being on the podcast yeah and i will definitely link to you okay um for all the ladies, I, I do have some ladies that follow me. Yeah. Um, yes. No, I know you do. We have, we, we have some lady representation in our, uh, yeah. Have, I think we have more in discord than we have that percentage wise than the follow me. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, they're the serious ones, right? So they're, yeah, the I guess that that's are, what that yeah, means. Like, yeah. That are, that are going to come into the discord and, and be serious. And I mean, we have some baller ladies in our discord group, so they're, we do. They're, not just you know they're they're doing stuff so yeah i'm I happy to have the dude following too uh, as long as you're not gonna say rude stuff to me in the comments <laughs> no and your videos are are hilarious you're one thank of, you i follow you and i watch your i actually watch your content and yeah. click on it and i watch there's a guy out there called wall street junkie uh-huh i follow him i think his shit's funny i don't always agree with him but even when he's wrong he's funny he's funny yeah yeah, and I yeah. just get a kick out of it because it's hard to take it serious because he's being so goofy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but outside of that, I don't follow a lot of people doing stock stuff. I don't need to. I know my strategy is not changing. It's not changing with the future. It's the till I die. This is what I'm doing. Right, tunnel and, vision. Yeah, it's pretty tunnel vision. And I've been working on this campfire real estate project, which is three guys that know nothing about stocks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm in there and I'm the baby of the real estate group. I got 17 properties and they all have three to four times more than me. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure for me. But no so that, brokerage account. N- none. They don't own mm-hmm. Bitcoin. None of that. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I'm, this is me like living my own teachings and it's like, okay, I'm stepping out. I'm trying a new project. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's going to work. I don't know. Shit. It yeah. may bomb. It has nothing to do with stocks. And so I'm, I'm just targeting people that are interested in real estate. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a cool idea. I, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're going to do a live event in New York. Nice. These guys talk publicly at seminars and stuff. Yeah. 
and I had to remind him the other day, I'm like, you realize I don't do that. Yeah. You could though. I, it's it's similar to I, being on video. I, I turn a camera on and it's just me in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> But uh I went and saw Carlo, our guy, he's you know, the Wolf of yeah. Houston. Yep. Money flow member, been a member for a minute, sent me a DM, said, Hey G, I closed on an eight unit. I'd like you to come see it. And I was like, Hell yeah. Like yeah. I'd love to. And that was cool, man, to see uh Yeah, he's got a cool story. He's got a cool journey going on. Doubled his units. He goes from eight Crazy. to sixteen. Just yeah. like that. Man. Yeah, Amazing. he's just every time you turn around, he's just making a move. He's super inspiring. Yeah, and he's a young dude, so mm-hmm. I get a kick out I get a kick out of that. And yeah. He's fixing to pass me on properties, which yeah. kind of makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Well you you can get him next. <laughs> if you got a beach condo though. <laughs> right. He doesn't have that. <laughs> so yeah, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. This was very cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'll link to it. I'll send you a link when we're done and okay. and, and, and and uh I'll talk good about you when we hang up. Yeah put this on my Instagram too. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Appreciate you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Talk to you later. See you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Man, thanks for listening today. It was great talking to Elizabeth. Hey, maybe I could talk to you. Maybe you got a story to tell. You know what I believe? Life is a trade. I look forward to telling your story on my platform or maybe meeting you in person at one of my live events. Look for me in New York. I'm coming to New York in September, around the middle of the month. Not quite sure the dates yet. We're going to be doing a live event soon in New Orleans, so keep an eye out for that. I'll let you know. Those are always limited to 10 or 12 people, but the reason for that is then I get to know you, and I get to hear your story. Maybe I can help you like the people that helped me. Thanks for listening. God bless.